Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle Santiago and welcome to Living Revelations Podcast. We're here to help you find God real in everyday life. We will be talking about how to hear from God, how to have a relationship with Him, and what it looks like to walk into your God-given purpose as you do life with God. I want to invite you to take life a step at a time closer to Christ with us. This is Finding God Real in Everyday Life. Hey everyone, this is Gabby Santiago. Thanks for tuning in. So on today's podcast, I wanted to share on a workshop that I spoke at at a conference called Stronger. And in this workshop, I talked about the power of transparency and how to build an audience in an authentic way that honors God. I believe whether you're trying to pursue blogging, media, or anything that you're doing in regards to your career, I believe this message will greatly benefit you and setting you up to be successful. The Lord has been putting in my heart that this is the year of acceleration, that God is preparing a harvest for many people to receive Jesus. And this is the year that we don't want to miss and sit back. And so the three points that I'll be covering is number one, transparency, the power of it. Second is being consistent. And third is Jesus. So I pray that this workshop blesses you. Well, my name is Gabrielle Santiago. Just got recently married. <laughs> Lydia and Denise, we actually go to the same church. We, we go to Faith Assembly here in Orlando. We all went to school together. Yes. Yes, we did uh, Faith Institute Bible yeah. School. I'm still actually in the process. I haven't finished yet, but they finished. <laughs> You'll get there. <laughs> yes, in Jesus' name. You got married right now, I think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, grasping the new name, it's, it's still new to me. It's still, like, different <laughs> after, you know, having my old last name for years now. But, yeah, it's been definitely such a blessing to be in a new season. Um, newly married. I, for, I was also working full-time, like a typical 9-to-5 job in marketing, but this past January, the Lord had put in my heart to let that go and do full-time ministry. Wow. So a lot of new changes, a lot of new season, but really excited for what God has. Um, but I'm also excited that you ladies are here today. God's um, put in my heart just to share on the topic of building an audience in an authentic way that honors God. Because no matter what we do, whether it's writing, teaching, preaching, um, if you have, maybe you're an entrepreneur and the Lord has been putting your heart to make things, we all need an audience. We all need people that we can engage with. And the connection there between you as the creator and your audience is that transparency. It's super key. And uh, I'm going to also share kind of, you know, my experience with living revelations in hopes that you could also glean from that and be encouraged in the endeavors that God's put in your heart. And, you know, there's a lot of negative things, you know, when people scroll. But if we have the opportunity to be a light, it has the opportunity to reach many people. And even just recently, actually, this was earlier this week, I received a message from this young lady who happened to actually live in Orlando, but she, from Instagram, happened to listen to one of the podcasts that I did. And from that video, she was just so so touched and started just getting to know more um, about the Bible, but also about the blogs that I had. And then she messaged me randomly, was like, do you happen to have like a discipleship program or Bible study? And then I told her, like, I actually do online Bible studies as well. So it's amazing at how God could use one thing and then connect you and disciple. Because I really believe in the importance of discipling. I mean, Jesus even says, go and make disciples. So it's just amazing to see what God could do through that. And as I was faithful with just writing and blogging, then God started putting my heart to do videos. And then he opened doors for speaking engagements. 
And then just recently, last year, he put in my heart to really establish the ministry. And he gave me this vision beyond just like writing blogs and videos, but building a ministry that equips and builds people up to walk into their God-given purpose. Because we all have different callings and unique callings in our life, unique voices, unique things that God can offer. And I know for the longest time when I was starting, one of the barriers was I was thinking that there's so many writers out there already. Um, I always think of Proverbs 31 Ministries. I don't know if any of you ladies know that. Um, but they're an amazing ministry. And I always question God, you know, why would you ask me to do this if there's already ministries out there? And the Lord said, I've called you to do this. Just trust me. Trust me that I know what I'm doing. And I, I remember during that season, I went to this small Indonesian church because I'm, I come from an Indonesian background. And I was visiting one of their church services and the pastor had asked this lady to come up and share a testimony. And they're a very small church. She was just starting up in Orlando. And the lady was saying how she was so blessed by the community that the pastor was hosting. And the Lord spoke to me at that moment. Imagine if that pastor didn't step out and make that church. Because there's a bunch of churches already in Orlando. And I feel like sometimes we think that there's so many people already. Like, why God? But the Lord has a purpose. Whatever he's calling you to. If it's to make a video. If it's to do a blog post. Because he knows that you can minister to people in a, such a unique way with what you've been through, your story, um, the things, the struggles that you've been through. And yeah, the, I've just seen God's faithfulness. And as I continue to faithfully do what he's asking me, I see him bringing the provision in. But these three things that I wanted to talk to you all has really been so key. And the number one, or not the number one, but the first thing that I wanted to talk about is transparency which I think is very key, and whatever we want to do, and, and connecting and building an audience. I think, especially as leaders, it's very we want to portray ourselves as like put together, we know everything, we got everything in. But the thing is, it creates this barrier between other people, because then people see us like, oh wow, unrealistic, I can never be like that. But when we're, we're able to be real and transparent, we also give the ability to show them that, hey, it's not through our strength, but God's strength. Um, and I always think of this, that the more we glorify ourselves, the less Jesus becomes glorified. So we want to, you know, express and show others about our weaknesses and be more vulnerable and transparent so that people can connect with us. And the verse that I wanted to share that I've just held on to is 2 Corinthians 12, 9 to 10. And Paul here writes, My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly about my weaknesses, so that Christ's power may rest on me. This is why, for Christ's sake, I delight in my weaknesses and insults and hardships and persecutions and difficulties. For when I am weak, then I am strong. And what Paul is saying there, that it's because of Christ's power. Like, he actually wants to boast about his weaknesses because then Jesus becomes glorified. We get to show off his power. And so when we're willing to be transparent, it not only glorifies God, but it brings connection. And people also will, it will stick the message. Like, for example, I recently wrote a blog post on waiting on God. We could talk about just the principles of waiting on God, but when you're able to share your experiences, like your thought processes, people can connect more, understand, and it sticks with them. So I remember throughout that blog post, I was really real in telling people my own struggles. Like, the hardest thing for me to do is waiting. And in the midst of waiting, I tend to think that I need to do something. Even though God's like, hey, don't do more than what I'm telling you to do. When there's nothing happening, I just keep asking God, I need, I, do I need to do this? Do I need to do that? And God's been so clear in telling me that in the waiting season, our part is done, and now it's his part to do. And so when we're able to just share and show others and expose our thoughts, it connects us to our audience. And it makes people 
see it as relevant. This is something that I can connect with. Um, and then afterwards, we can also take in questions as well. I'm going to go through this and then go through some questions from you all. Um, but yeah, the reality is that, you know, without Jesus, we really can't, you know, do, do anything. You know, these weaknesses, like what Paul was saying, when we can boast in our weaknesses, we get to lift Jesus up higher and really glorify him. Um, and the other verse that I wanted to share is in Romans 8.18. I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. And this was something similar to what I was telling you ladies before, is that the things that you've been through, the sufferings, like all of that, at the end, you're going to be able to gain revelation, gain practical things from it. And I always thank God that the hardships that I go through, because then from there I can actually glean and you know, be able to share and also connect and help other people because we can't gain revelation or help others without going through it. And so whenever I go through hardships or trials, I actually praise the Lord that I have the opportunity now to grow in it and then share what God's done. And when we're faithful with the little that he gives us, he will grow your audience base. This actually leads to the next, um, the next one is consistency. So I always think of consistency as perseverance, to keep going. And one of, the, one of the things that stop us from being consistent or persevering is discouragement. That's one of them. And you can be discouraged because maybe you're not getting as many likes. You're not getting as many followers. And the thing is, I really believe that the Lord wants to trust us with that. Because if we're all about the numbers, and then we just, we, we're starting to do it for us and not for God. And so, like, the Lord wants to see us being faithful even for the one. Like, we read that throughout, you know, the Bible where Jesus went for the one. And I know even until now, whatever I do, I'm like, God, as long as it impacts one person, that means the world. And when the Lord sees your faithfulness, he's going to expand. God wants us to expand. Our, he wants to expand our territory. He wants us to be the light. He says, be the light of the world. You know, to be a witness in um, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria. Like, he wants us to expand. But it starts with being faithful. Like, can we be trusted? And so don't be discouraged if you're not seeing that. Like, just focus on if God is calling you to do this. That's what I always remember when I'm discouraged. I'm like, God, you've called me to do this. Because like what I was sharing with you ladies before, it was definitely out of my comfort zone. It was uncomfortable for me. But as I kept doing it, like now I've seen the fruit of it. Like the lives, the testimonies Amen. that I received, the people God's brought in. And, you know, I just thank God that I, I kept going and I yeah. didn't stop. And I also wanted to um, share just a little story about what happened previously. I think this was two years ago. So I've been doing this now for three years. Um, but in the first year of doing, I tried to look at, like, other websites that, like, um, they do, like, blogging, um, share whether it's blogging or videos, but some kind of online platform that I could be a guest blogger at. So I found this one magazine, and they're not too big, but I had submitted a blog post. And I got a response from them, and they said, unfortunately, your writing is not good enough. Mm-hmm. And I remember at that moment, I, like... Sat down in my car, and I was crying and crying, and I was just telling God, like, Lord, why? Again, same thing. I, I, I was, the first year was very tough, you know, because I wasn't seeing the results that I wanted. I consistently, like, asked God, Lord, why did you call me to this if I'm not good enough? And the Lord always would keep saying, I t- I'm telling you to do this. Will you trust me? Will you trust me? So I got back up, my like, God, okay, I'm going to do it just because, you know, just because you say so. Um, kind of like when Jesus told Peter, you know, to cast the nets down, he just did it. So I was just like, okay, I'm just going to do it because you said so. 
um, six months later, I resubmitted a blog post to them. And from that blog post, they got 400 shares. It was the most shares they've gotten. Wow. Yeah. And from that point on, the Lord just started growing more. I was able to be featured under Our Daily Bread. And then he just grew the platform, Living Revelations. And then, you know, more people started to know about it. But I thank God that he brought me through that season because now I can say it's not because of my strength. It's not because of my skills. It's just because of the Lord, um, his anointing, his favor, and, and most importantly, his ability to do that. And I, I believe that before the Lord will raise us up and, and build us up and trust us with that kind of platform, he wants to make sure that we're rooted in him, you know, and that we're willing to do this because God has called us to do that. And if we just are willing to persevere in the midst of that barrier, the Lord is going to like really burst such fruit from it. And I know God's been telling me that this is a year of harvest. Like, the harvest is ripe. Um, He recently told me this was during the sand, actually. Um, And I'll share a little bit more about this Discovery Your Purpose conference that I'm planning to do. But God had put this conference in my heart last year. Um, Just an empowering... This is specifically for students and young adults. Because I, I know for me, I struggled a lot with disco- like discovering, you know, what was my calling and purpose? And it's a journey. It's not going to be something that we figure out in a day. It's going to be a lifelong journey. But the, de- the decisions that we make in our lives matter now. It doesn't discredit what we do today. And I know in a season back in college, I was considering doing law because my mom wanted me to do law because fi- financial reasons. Um, so during that season, the Lord, I was really growing the Lord, and he was calling me a way different outlet. I ended up studying marketing instead. Um, but praise God, because I'm able to use that with living revelations. Um, but the Lord had just put this conference in my heart and really equipping students to answer the call to follow Jesus and then to discover the giftings, the callings, the passions that they have in their heart. So it was during the set in February where the Lord had really spoken that and, and birthed that in my heart. And I remember he told me May, and I was just freaking out because I was like, May is in a couple of months. And I, I don't know, just usually people have at least six months to prepare for an event like that. But I remember the Lord spoke something clearly, and he said that the harvest is ripe. And he said that if you don't take the harvest now, you'll miss it. And then I was led to a verse in Luke. Um, I don't remember the exact verse, but it was in the chat, the book of Luke, and it says the harvest is ripe, and he puts a sickle to it. So that means they take the harvest. And so for you ladies here, you know, if God is putting something in your heart, especially right now we're talking about an online platform, a blog, a video, podcast, whatever that may be, like do it because there are people out there that are ready to receive Jesus. Like the harvest is ripe. And this is a year of acceleration where things that should take longer, the Lord will give you the grace to do it. Um, And yeah, consistency is just so key. And it's also another way to prove our faith to the Lord. Like James even says that faith without works is dead. So we can believe things, but until we actually do it, we actually are showing the Lord that we're willing to partner with him and step out in faith and do it. Um, the, uh, another verse I wanted to share, actually, is in... Okay, it looks like I don't have the exact verse, but I remember I was in Corinthians, but it talks about how we're supposed to be co... We are co-laborers with God and that, he, that we are his field. And so what that verse is saying that, you know, we are actually God's field and he's working in us. Um, even that verse in Ephesians 2.10 that says, For we are God's handiwork, created yes. beforehand to do good works. So trusting God that he's equipping us and preparing us and that we get to co-labor with God. You know, we don't have to be afraid. And I always think of this as like if you're about to do like a business, for example, your partner, you, you know, you want to have a partner who has good resources, mm-hmm. who has good knowledge. Right. Well, we get to partner with God 
who owns all the riches yeah. in his kingdom, who knows all things, knows beyond us. So we don't have to be afraid, because I know sometimes it can be daunting, especially with, let's say you're not technology capable. Like, you know, like Lydia was talking about that earlier. <laughs> There's so many things that like, oh my gosh, God, how do I do all of this? Like just trust God that he is going to bring the resources, bring the favor upon your life to do that. I would say consistency, especially for like an online platform, like at least be posting weekly. So when I first started Living Revelations, I remember the whole first year, people would be like, oh, yeah, you have uh, that blog. What is it called? Like something Revelations or like Living what again? Like they don't, they don't remember the name. And I would post actually weekly every week. But it wasn't until a year that people actually knew, like when they saw me, oh, yeah, Living Revelations. So it takes time for people to even recognize. So I would recommend, you know, being consistent. And I know for... Um, for example, like let's say you're you feel called to blog. So what I like to do is like I'll write one blog post, but then I'll break it up into I'll make like different graphics and I'll take different pieces from the blog to share it. Because sometimes you need to post it more than once so that people can have access to it and you know read it. I think I had a lady in the last workshop that asked like um, why I did that, and the reason is because you don't want to post the same thing on social, but if you want to promote the same blog post, you can just create different imagery or different graphics. But it's always good to at least promote something twice so that you have more access and you're not, you know, missing people. And then trusting the rest with God um, because he will lead the right people who needs that message that you're, you're putting out there. Um, but that leads actually to the, the last and most important one, which is Jesus. Um, I wanted to talk about striving versus abiding in God. Mm-hmm. Because it could be very easy to, you know, whether you're trying to do an, you know, build an online platform or not, we tend to strive for things. And you know you're striving when you start feeling anxious, weary, you know, worried, things are not coming your way and you keep trying. And the thing is we could, you know, God speak, he always starts with a promise, right? We see that in scripture. He speaks a promise and then it comes to pass. And sometimes when God gives us the promise, he gives us the vision. It makes us like so excited to just go after it. I remember last year, God had put, like I was sharing, a huge vision for LR, and he had actually told me that he was going to increase more speaking engagements, and it got me so excited, and I started striving. Like, when I say striving, like, the the next two months, I just kept trying to do everything I could by my strength, and nothing happened. Doors were closing, and I was tired and and weary, and I remember um, the pastor, because I also serve in the singles ministry at my church, but he came up to me, and he had no idea what I was doing, but he said that hey, like, remember that we're not called to strive, but we're just called to trust God. And it was at that moment, and he was talking, he was doing a series on being still in the Lord. And I realized that, yeah, I'm not being still. I was worried. I was trying to establish these things into my own hands. But if God has spoken a promise to your life, know that he's faithful to bring it to pass. Like, he cares more about the harvest than we do, about the people, about the souls. Mm -hmm. And he's simply calling us to be his faithful servant. That's something that he recently reminded me. Because when we see ourselves beyond that faithful servant, we start putting it, the burden on our hands. And we start seeing, like, we, like, it's us. It's because of us. But really, like, God's got it. He is one that's calling us. And so we don't have to strive, but we get to just abide in him and trust that he's going to bring it about. That we don't have to be striving for things. And this verse, Psalm ninety seventeen, it says, May the favor of the Lord our God rest on us. Establish the work of our hands. Yes, establish the work of our hands. And so it's by God's favor, and this key thing right here says establish the work of our hands. So he's, he's still calling us to use our hands to work, but it's him who's going to establish the things that we do. So when we want to work outside of God, 
it's impossible because at the end of the day, like we're, when we want to try to get what God wants, we're going to end up what looks like what we have, but it's going to end up hurting ourselves and other people in ways that we don't see. And so it's so important to be just rooted in him. And even John talks about it in John 15, where he says, Jesus says, I am the vine and you are the branches. Apart from me, you can do nothing. Mm-hmm. And it's so true. Like we could strive and do everything that you know we feel called to do, but if we're doing it without Jesus, it's going to hurt us. It's going to hurt other people. And then we won't see the fruit of it. And what I mean by the fruit of it is seeing lives transformed. You know, there may be people that are impacted at the moment, but what's the fruit of their lives afterwards? What is the message that we're giving out? Because also remembering that this online platform is a ministry. Like, you're sharing the word. Like, don't ever think that the videos that you post or the blogs, like, that's ministry. Um, And as long as you, you know, put God first, that's the key as well. I know there's been moments, you know, we're all busy, especially... You know, if you have kids as well, I can't, you know, even imagine that. (laughs) But even just being as a newlywed, I already see my schedule just be more now because I have to take care of my husband. But I can imagine, you know, with kids and then with career, jobs, ministry, because maybe you're doing ministry and you're doing work. I know I did that too, and and that was really hard. But in the midst of the busyness, we have to still keep Jesus first. Um, I know there's been times where I was tempted, because I know I had a huge to-do list to do. I would be tempted to, like, write this blog post first or, you know, prepare for this Bible study first. But then I was reminded, like, no, I need Jesus. And every time that I put him first, he's so faithful in that after I spend alone time with him, when I have to write a blog post, it becomes so seamless, like, so easy. Yeah, and that's, like, when you know that you're just flowing from him, and then there's such anointing as well in what you're providing because Jesus becomes a source. Like, you're relying on him, and that's what he wants, like, a constant abidance in him and I know it seems really simple and it's not it's not there of course there are tactical things that we have to do and afterwards we can do a Q&A and I can give you guys some tactical source resources um but this is just so key that we don't want to miss I still remember the passage we know Mary Martha we all know that passage but what's so key in there where Jesus says Mary chose what is only needed you know listening at the feet of Jesus he said that's the only thing that she needed and so we have to remember in whatever we do whatever thing that God is calling us to do, that he is the source, that he is the vine, and that as long as we have Jesus, he will, he will equip us. And I also wanted to share, um, this, this actually impacted someone yesterday, but I was praying and just praying for you ladies because the Lord knew who's going to be in this room. And the word blossoming was put in my heart and in my spirit. And the Lord was saying that the ladies in this room, you're in a season of blossoming. There's different seasons in our life. And a season of blossoming means the Lord has already poured water. He's poured seed into you. And now it's time for you to blossom and share that fruit for other people. So I really believe all you ladies here, like you're equipped. Don't let discouragement or fear stop you from doing what God's calling you to do because you have a message. No matter how old you are, no matter how young you are, it's never too late. Sometimes like the enemy will put lies in our minds and give us a million excuses to do something. Or like, what if it only touches five people? Like, whatever it may be, just do it. Uh, we, were, we actually just came from a session for the young adults, and I love what Donna said about prayer. She was talking about Hebrews, uh, Hebrews 11, I believe, the, the people of faith. Like, they didn't, they didn't live to see the promises that came to pass. And so, like, because we can't see the physical fruit of it, trust God that he will be faithful to do his part. And I, I just believe that because sometimes those are the roadblocks that stop us from pursuing, especially things like this. But, you know, take advantage of the media that the technology that, you know, we are given in today's, you know, take the time to learn. And, you know, God will bring the people in your life and the resources to help you in that.
Um, and just, yeah, just really believing and, and, and praying as well that in this season that we wouldn't miss, we wouldn't sit back and miss this year that God is, is about to bring and the harvest too that he's already been preparing. Amen. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in, and I hope you were blessed with this workshop. So I just want to take a few moments to pray for you all who are listening in. God, I thank you, Lord, for those who are listening in right now. I thank you, Lord, for the calling that is in each and everyone's lives, God. The passions, Lord, the desires that you've put, the ideas, the creativity, God. I pray, Lord, right now, God, that you would just stir faith in each and every one who is listening in, God. That you would bring awareness to them that this is the year to step out in faith, that this is the year to pursue the things that you've been putting in their heart. God, I just want to cast out any any fear or discouragement, Lord, that may be stopping those who are listening in from pursuing what you're calling them to do. God, I pray, Lord, that you would just give them the courage, Lord, to step forward in what you're calling them to do, God. That this is the year, God, where you are going to show your mighty hand, God. That, Lord, that we get to partner with you and co-labor with you and glorifying your kingdom, God, and being a light to this world. I believe that there's so many people out there who need hope, and God is wanting to use us to be the light of the world. So I thank you, God, for those who are listening in. In your name I pray, amen. So I also wanted to give a plug-in for an upcoming conference that's happening here in Orlando, May 11th at UCF. It's going to be a Discovery of Purpose conference that Living Revelations will be hosting. It's going to be a conference where we will be mobilizing um, young adults to step out and follow Jesus and what it looks like to pursue your God-given purpose. So please, if you're not in Orlando, still share the word. And if you are, come and register now. Um, There will be a link here on the podcast. And you can also invite others as well to register. So really looking forward to connecting with you all. And God bless. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast and are blessed. Check out our blogs at livingrevelations.com and follow Living Revelations on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast to others if you've been blessed. See you all in the next podcast.